five, four, three, two, one, boom, we're live. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to a brand new month. April 2nd, 2018, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new month as well as a brand new episode, first episode of April, episode 12 of Segments, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. I hope you guys enjoyed your weekend enjoyed and had a happy Easter with your families. I know we all did. We all had some fun. It was fun to hide the Christmas, or not the Christmas eggs, the fucking Easter eggs and, and, and see all the kids, you know, use their knowledge to the best of their abilities to find every single one of the eggs. But that's not what we're talking about. We didn't sign on to talk about Easter today. We signed on to talk about some Official breaking news as of yesterday. I know, April 1st, yesterday. It's kind of hard to believe because it was on April 1st. But it is April 2nd. The news hasn't shifted. The news hasn't changed. And what I mean by that is that we've had some casualties to our UFC 223 main event for the fourth time in a row. Unfortunately, Tony Ferguson versus Habib Nurmagomedov will not be happening. Tony Ferguson had a freak injury, you know, was doing some media, you know, tripped and ended up tearing his apart in his, I think his, his knee, something happened with his knee. It was a freak accident. You know, he ran into someone he didn't think he would run into and he kind of turned and I guess all hell went to Tony Ferguson's, I think it was left or right knee, I don't know, but I know it was an E injury that once again knocked this fight out of proportion. For the fourth time in a row, it's not his fourth. It's not the UFC's fourth time, you know, booking him the same opponent four times in a row. Obviously, he he just came off of a win over Kevin Lee, while Habib came off of a win over Edson Barbosa. Now, they've been fighting other people to get back to each other, but it just seems whenever it's time or whenever we get close to the last two times, this fight just. Hasn't been able to fall into fruition. Now I don't know why. I don't know why we can't see this fight. I was thinking this, thinking this last night. Can we just put them in the backyard and see what happens? Fuck all the injuries. Fuck the sanctioning. Doesn't matter. I want to see this fight. I've wanted to see this fight since it was first announced back at two UFC. I think in 2015. It was 2015 they were supposed to fight. Doesn't happen. 2016 they're supposed to fight doesn't happen 2017 they're supposed to fight doesn't happen and now respectively 2018 this fight doesn't happen it's fucking unbelievable now it was a prank i did think it was a prank on april 1st i did think it was a prank on april 1st because you know it was so well thought out you know why else you know i, I said this very thing this was the main fight i was thinking about when i said i'm staying the fuck off here for April 1st, for God's sakes, the last time we got to fight week, Habib didn't make the weight. Habib did not make the weight. So it's like these two guys can't be fighting each other, and, and the UFC just can't have, the UFC has to have an alternative when these guys are set up to fight each other. Now, this will be the fifth time that they're going to try to put this fight back together. Dana said he's not putting this fight together anymore. I don't know if that's going to happen anymore. I just don't know what they're going to do. It's been four times. But on the good side of the news, featherweight champion Max Holloway steps up to the plate to fight the dangerous 25-0 Habib Nurmagomedov. Featherweight champion Max Holloway, who was originally 
you know, it wasn't officially penciled in that he was going to fight Brian Ortega at UFC 226, but all signs pointed to that, and now all signs are pointed to UFC 223 against Dangerous Habib Bramagomedov. Max Holloway, out of all people, wow. You know, I was saying this earlier, that I feel this is a much more intriguing fight, you know, because I can forget about the Tony Ferguson fight because I'm just quite simply fucking tired. Of it. it's, it's not going to, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I can't sit here and wish it's going to happen and wait for it and when it doesn't happen and be all upset about it. So I have moved on. I'm sure you guys have moved on. This is an excellent fight. Max Holloway always brings it. Max Holloway is in his absolute prime. I mean, if you look what he's doing to these guys in his weight class, mind you, at his weight class, I mean, Max Holloway is a big 145-pounder. He's tall, he's lengthy, he's quick, he has good combinations, you know, he, he's well-rounded, he's good in all areas, he has great submissions, he has great chokes, and, you know, he always comes to fight. UFC went to call him, UFC called a guy, Max Holloway was the guy, and Max Holloway is the guy that's going to be fighting Habib Nurmagomedov for the undisputed let me say that again, one more time, the undisputed UFC lightweight champion. It will determine who the UFC lightweight champion is. I got a little anxiety thinking about it earlier. I was thinking, what's UFC now going to do with Tony Ferguson? Are they going to give Tony Ferguson another chance, another shot? Because Dana said the interim tag for Tony is, is, is gone. I don't know if he fucked up too much. He's getting injured as the interim champion. Too injured. The UFC needs to move on. I don't know what they're going to do with Connor. Connor, the, 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 the day that this fight happens is the day Connor has and all the time from right now to the fight is all we have until Connor remains the UFC lightweight champion. Then they're going to strip it. Rumor is that Connor will face the winner of Habib and Max Holloway in September because the notorious one reportedly has been shooting for a December return, which makes things a lot more easier on the UFC. Definitely, definitely softens things up for him when it comes to when we're going to have the notorious one back because we haven't seen Connor fight in the UFC since 2000. And and 16th in the UFC's first trip to Madison Square Garden and defeated Eddie Alvarez to become the UFC the UFC's first two division champion modern day two division champion obviously there's been people in the past that have done it too but uh yeah it's real it's real it's real unfortunate honestly you know I thought this was going to be the time that everything was going good I mean they had that press conference call I guess he got injured before that but they had the press conference call I mean for fuck's sakes they made it to fight week. Habib and Tony made it to fight week. And fourth time in, bam. You can't even get close. First time wasn't even close. Second time wasn't even close. Uh, third time, maybe? Third time was, no. Third time, we made it to fight week. We officially made it to fight week. There was like less than three days away before this fight was going to happen. And it didn't happen. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know if we're going to see this fight ever. These guys may have to spar it out in the gym and see who gets the better of each other. Because at this point in time, I do not think that we're going to get the fight that we've been waiting for. Now, I'm not saying that Max Holloway versus Habib is not a fight that we're looking forward to. It definitely wasn't a fight I was thinking about. You know, at one point in time, I thought maybe put the two streaking... Uh, 
fighters in their absolute prime in the form of Tony Ferguson and Max Holloway. I never thought Habib, Habib against Max Holloway. That's one of the most anticipated fights in my opinion now. That's something I'm thinking about. UFC's got me thinking about it. And for fuck's sakes, if it was April Fool's joke, that was a damn good joke. A lot of people posting things on the internet saying that, uh... Dana was joking around when he said it, and it was the fight is still on. Good God, I hope it's still on. April Fools is long over. It doesn't appear to be still on, so I don't think that that fight's still going to be remaining. But it was a good April Fools. Like I said, the only thing I paid attention to on April Fools was Twitter, or Facebook, or Instagram, anywhere that the bullshit rumors happen when it comes to my world. I had to tell my girlfriend this. I said, I'm not much of an April Fool's person. I really am. I'm, I'm really, I'm not. You know, I don't play games. I go to trusted sources for information. Had there be something that happens in the MMA world, like, for instance, Tony Ferguson being out of his fight against Habib for the fourth time, okay? I trusted that Ariel Hawani was the right person to go for and he said it was official so you know I slowly start to think uh, maybe so I don't think ESPN could put out invalid news I don't think these places can put false information out that's how I was thinking I mean you can go so far when it comes to talking about news and stuff but you can't break it to the point where they were breaking it so I figured that this, this this was official. Max Holloway, once again, is the guy to step up. He has business to do and business to take care of at 145 pounds, but what's stopping him from possibly grabbing another division, two-division championship? Be, be another man to grab another uh, two-division uh, belt. You know, be another two-division belt holder like BJ Penn. He won the welterweight title, and he had the lightweight title at one point. So Max Holloway is modern-day days away from making history. Max Holloway gets that second belt. Not only does he get not only does he make history again, but he will be the first man and only man to this day to have wrecked Habib Nurmagomedov and stopped him and not stopped him but gave him his first loss, his first official loss. But that does not change my opinions, ladies and gentlemen, on the great Habib Nurmagomedov. Big, small, tall, long, big, muscular, it does not matter what you look like. It does not matter how you fight like. Habib Nurmagomedov is the same man. He's a 155-pound fighter that fights like he's 205 pounds. He, 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 when he grabs a hold of you, it's like he, you're fighting a 205-pound fighter. Habib is a fucking monster. You think you're going to make it out with Habib, pack a lunch. And that was, that's what makes Max Holloway so bad asses because he doesn't care who he fights. He goes, he's a UFC's guy, and he'll step up and he'll fight whoever he needs to fight. You know, if it's part of his legacy, then it's going to be a part of his legacy. He says he'll fight anybody, he will fight anybody, including Habib. Habib was some of the most ruthless takedowns ever. Some of the vicious ground and pound. Some of the most highest pressure. I mean, this is interesting because you look at the type of guy Max Holloway is. He's long, he's lengthy, lengthy 
He's rangy, and he also applies a lot of pressure to every single one of his fighters. And he has broken down a lot of his fighters due to the volume and the pressure that he has. He's not necessarily known for his knockout power, just as Habib isn't known for his knockout power. But they both possess somewhat of a similar quality when it comes to the pressure, when it comes to the way that these guys fight, the way that these guys always try to overwhelm and be ahead of their opponents by a landslide. It's like they're sprinting every time they fight. So it's an excellent fight. It's an intriguing fight. I just don't know if Max Holloway can be the one to stop Habib's huge streak. I mean, for good, for God's sake, I mean, you look at the, the career Max Holloway's had in the UFC so far. I mean, you look at his, his, his last 10 opponents. You know, he's beaten a lot of top-tier guys. He's fought against the best and the best, the best of the best that the UFC has to offer. I mean, for fuck's sake, he was streaking before he finished uh, Josie Aldo the first time and second time. He had already been considered one of the best featherweights of all time, cleaning out the division before he even had the belt. That's what makes Max Holloway so damn special. Max Holloway's as special as can be. I mean, he's a special athlete. He's somebody that, uh, will, like I said, will fight anybody. He has a lot of heart, a lot of spirit, and he's streaking. That's a dangerous fight, putting your streak up against the, on the line. I was trying to think of alternatives if Max Holloway loses this fight. Okay, look at the gorilla that he just fought in the form of Habib Nurmagomedov. He's going to go back to 145 pounds and rock, wreck shot there, and you can still think that his streak is still alive at 145 pounds. Not 155 pounds. I would kind of like to say if he loses this fight against Habib, it doesn't count. At least not at this weight class. I mean, he's not going to lose his belt at 145 if he loses to Habib on, I think, Saturday? I think it's Saturday. I think, yeah, I think it is Saturday, April 7th. But, you know, in, in reality, we, we not only do we have Max versus Habib, you got to forget, you got to remember that we still got another rematch that we've been waiting for. Joanna versus Rose, too. Rose Namajunas versus Joanna Young Jacek, the rematch for UFC strawweight, women's strawweight title. First match ended in Joanna getting knocked out in the first round by Thug Rose Namajunas. And like I said, I go back to that night. That was one of the craziest nights ever. Three title fights. Three new champions. It was George St. Pierre defeated Michael Bisping. TJ Dillashaw defeated Cody Garbrandt. And Rose Namajunas defeated Joanna Young Jacek. Crazy fucking night, to be honest with you. And, uh, you know, it was, it was fucking crazy. <sighs> I just can't get over that. Habib. Habib versus Tony fight. I still can't believe that's not happening. I was going to say that's, uh, you know, as much as I was going to say that it didn't affect me, the people's stupid rumors and everything that was popping up on April 1st, as much as I said that it wasn't going to affect me, it was affecting me. And I'm not a guy to hide from how I'm feeling about stuff. I'm a straight-up guy. So I'm going to tell you if I'm feeling a certain way, if I'm bothered by what it is you're doing, and I'm going to be straight up. So where I was getting the news via Twitter, I posted a tweet, a friendly tweet saying, you know, this is affecting me, and I'm done acting like it's not, because it really is affecting me. If this is a lie, then fuck off with your lie, and I'll wait till April 2nd. 
but it turned out to not be a lie. Like I said, I'm not mad at the matchup. It's a great matchup. It's a fantastic matchup. And um, I'm not going to lose sleep over another potentially great fight. Because if Max Holloway beats Habib Nurmagomedov, we're all going to be sitting here biting our words and being like, wow. This is such a great fight. And my number one question of today is, which fight do you guys think is a lot better for UFC 223? Regardless of the injury, regardless of if it's the fourth time we've been waiting for Habib and Tony to square off. But do you like Tony versus Habib better? Or do you like Max Holloway versus Habib better? I am going to give you my opinions and I'm going to give you my thoughts on both sides. Like I was saying earlier... I wasn't even thinking about Max versus Habib. I mean, it crossed my mind a couple of times, but I didn't think that these two guys were going to fight anytime soon. I mean, maybe one point in time if Max moved up to 155 pounds, but Max is already a big 145-pounder, so I'm really curious to see how this matchup is. It's really intriguing. I can't wait for it. But like I said, we've been waiting for Tony Ferguson and Habib Nurmagomedov for... Five, six, four years, over four years, almost five years we've been waiting. Five years of my life has gone by while I wait for this fucking fight to happen. This fight to finally happen. We have been waiting for this fight to finally happen. For fuck's sakes, do you know how, how much it sucks to get to fight week and this fight not happen as a fight fan, as a podcaster, and as... A normal human being. I have expressed interest in this very fight. I have not taken my eye off this fight. These are two of the best lightweights in the world. If you look at how good Tony Ferguson is, you look how good how Tabib Ramagomedov is, these guys can't be good in their own ways until they fight. We don't know who the best lightweight is. We can only say that it's Habib right now because he's going to fight Max Holloway and win or lose Habib is gonna fight this is so confusing honestly there's another thought just popped in my head as well but they're gonna fight for the quote-unquote undisputed lightweight title and if they can move the date for mcgregor down to september let let mcgregor fight them fight for the it's rumored that mcgregor's gonna fight but if they strip mcgregor it's pointless He's going to get the winner regardless. So it's might as well just take McGregor's a champion. And whoever wins out of Habib and Max is the interim champion. That's the question right there. We just amassed some new questions by, by bringing up this topic. Okay? You know how we brought this, how, how, we, how we amassed some questions? It's because now if Max wins, what happens? Are they going to do the two-division champion thing? Are they going to have him fight at one weight class or fight at another weight class? Or is he going to try to do this damn thing? I mean, Max Holloway is like 26 years old, so why couldn't he do it? If the time to do it, the time would be right now while he's streaking and while he's in his prime. The whole funny thing about this whole April 1st thing, too, by the way, was because no one said a word of buying T-City. I sent Ariel a message saying... What about Brian T. City? I haven't heard anything about him. I haven't heard about him being in the news. All I'm hearing about is Tony Ferguson is out. Every media outlet, Tony Ferguson out of the fight with Tabib Nurmagomedov. So in my head, I felt like people were trying to convince everybody that they were, this fight was really off when it wasn't. They're trying to do it, use it as a PR stunt. I didn't know if it was true. Like I said, 
But in reality, where the fuck is Brian Ortega? What's Brian Ortega gonna do now? You know, I have some possibilities. I don't know necessarily. We said this a lot on the last episode of the G Meeker MMA show, but how about Jeremy Stevens? If Brian Ortega was set to fight Max Holloway in, in, at UFC 226 a little bit later this year, why not just take another fight? Both men are streaky. Him and Jeremy Stevens are the top contenders in the UFC's featherweight division right now. I mean, Frankie Edgar still has to defeat Cub Swanson. He still has to fight Cub Swanson. You know, a couple wins for Frankie, and he's right there. But for right now, when it comes to streaking contenders that I feel deserve a spot at 145 pounds, when it comes to title title fights, title pitcher, being in the title pitcher, Brian Ortega's already punched his ticket. He essentially had a fight against Max Holloway penciled in for UFC 226. Now, Jeremy Stevens has a rumored fight with Jose Aldo. That's a great fight, too, but for Jeremy Stevens, I feel, now that the landscape has changed a little bit because Max is fighting Habib, and we don't know the results of all that, so uh, who knows what's going to go on. So we don't know how this fight's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen in this fight. So now that we don't know what's going to happen, I say we put two of the best contenders, two guys that are looking to get into that title pitcher. Brian Ortega, for fuck's sakes, has already made it. But now Jeremy Stevens fighting Jose Aldo makes no sense because Jose is coming off of two losses in a row. And Jeremy Stevens has put together an amazing fight winning streak. He's, he's fought Duho Choi. He's knocked out Duho Choi. And he's knocked out Josh Emmett. And before that, he, he put on a spectacular performance, I think, against Gilbert Melendez. But Jeremy Stevens, like I said, has been making strides. I mean, 20-plus USC fights inside the octagon, and he's looked better than ever. Looking as if he's knocking on the door, literally just knocking on the door for title contention. I mean, now, like I said, that Max is fighting um, Habib, and Max is going to probably take a little bit of time may take a little bit of time off and we're going to see how everything how everything holds up because if he wins he's going to get the lightweight title back of the mass a huge huge fight against conor mcgregor later on this year and we don't know what's going to happen with the featherweight division we don't know i mean to my knowledge i feel that max would be a type of guy to defend the belt in both weight classes i mean he like i said earlier he's young he's ready and the time is now for this so it's really interesting. I mean, would I like to see a second fight against Connor for Max Holloway? I do think that's an excellent fight because both men have improved so much since their first meeting and so much big things have happened. I mean, both men's careers have definitely shifted in opposite directions. You know, not not in a bad way though, that's the thing. This fight this their their careers haven't shifted in a bad way because Connor went on to box Floyd Mayweather and made almost a hundred million dollars, if not more than that. And he won two world titles in two divisions, and is the most popular guy in all of UFC. Arguably, the top guy in all of UFC. And Max Holloway's win on this amazing winning streak, his last loss being to the notorious Conor McGregor. And, well, we get to see, we got to see whose careers went up. And whose, no, no one's career went down, that's the thing. Obviously, Conor is coming off of a boxing loss to Floyd Mayweather. That doesn't really play much of a factor because this is a mixed martial arts contest and we're talking about a rematch inside the octagon. So there's going to be so much more tools for him to use. Arguably, he could have beat Floyd Das if he used all the tools. Obviously, 
But um, I'd like to see that fight because both men obviously have a lot of respect for each other. It seems like it's kind of like brotherly love when it comes to McGregor and Max Holloway. But if this fight happens, I feel that Max Holloway versus Conor McGregor is a much bigger fight for, for Max than it would be to fight Brian Ortega. I mean, screw the biggest featherweight title, biggest title fight of, of 2018 or biggest modern-day featherweight title fight. I want to see McGregor versus Max at 155 pounds because, you know, after they fought at 145 pounds, I got the impression that if they were to fight again, they would have to meet up later in their careers and at a higher weight class, being 155 pounds. So I don't know if that's what the UFC is planning. I feel that definitely if they're looking to get ratings, if they're looking to have big fights that everyone's going to be looking forward to, that definitely has to be Max Holloway and Conor McGregor at 155 pounds. Definitely. I mean, Max isn't a 155-pound fighter, but for big fights, I mean, for fuck's sakes, he's beating everybody in the division, aside from Brian Ortega. I mean, this is the time for special fights. This is the time for big fights. And I feel that Brian Ortega is a big fight, respectively. But I feel for Max, there's a lot of lot bigger of opportunities out there for him when it comes to big fights. I mean, who's shooting down a fight with Conor McGregor? He said he wants to return in September. Good God, that's a long ass time from now. I see why they're trying to move on. I mean, you look at it. We're in the we're in April, May, June, July, August. Four months. I mean, that's gonna slide by real fast, honestly. And we're going to be having this conversation, but four months is a long ass time because he hasn't been in the octagon since 2016. So fight fans are getting impatient. Every every Instagram post that we see of notorious the notorious Conor McGregor, oh, when is he fighting again? Why is he doing this? Is he on vacation? What's he doing? Blah, 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 blah. Ali Al Abdelaziz said via Twitter said that um, Conor was on like vacation or something in Syria. Are not Syria, but some weird place. I don't know how much truth there is to that, but yeah, Connor's not a guy that's very pu publicly open and doing does a lot of interviews on updating everybody on his on his career and what he's going to be doing. I mean, it's, it's kind of like you just kind of guess what he's doing. That's how I feel. I mean, at first, you know, he's a young guy. He does a lot of interviews early on in his career, and he's one of the more popular guys. And you know, he just blew up. He blew up, and. Now it's like, you know, he's like, you got to stand in line and talk to Conor McGregor. You got to be of, of certain importance to talk to Conor McGregor. So it's like, you, you just don't know what Conor's going to be doing because, because he, he's, he's just, uh, he's just, um, he's a mysterious fella. He's a mysterious guy. You don't really know what he's planning. You don't know what he's doing unless the UFC talks about it. You just see brings it up or the media outlets like Ariel Hawani and everyone covers it. You know, like he's had those little uh, those meet and greets or whatever they're called. Yet that that time he had to pay for pay per view or something, some something with Connor just talking the whole entire time or some shit like that. So he's a very selective person. So who knows what Connor's doing behind the scenes? And you know, I, I can't wait. I do hope he returns in September to set up some anticipated huge fights, either against Max Holloway or against Habib Nurmagomedov, which is both on both sides for Connor fans, two fights that we've been wanting to see for a long time. So I can't wait to see what happens for that. And um, 
Any more news? That's mostly everything I wanted to talk about, mainly. And we'll be back later this week with another episode of the G. Meeker MMA Show, episode 141, to break down the official fight card. UFC 223 from Las Vegas, Nevada, Holloway versus Nurmagomedov for the UFC lightweight title. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you guys for joining us here on episode, I think, 12 or 11 of segments. What, what episode? I forget every time. I'm bad with numbers. But I appreciate you guys for joining us here on this episode of segments of the G Meeker MMA show. I think we're going to start calling it that segments because this is the G Meeker MMA show where we talk about specific things sometimes like we did today. And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Like I said, don't miss me too much because I will be back later this week. And we will get right back on it, previewing UFC 223 and any other news to come and and more, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you guys for joining us here. We will be back next. No, not next week. We'll be back later this week. You guys know where to find me. If you need to get in touch, if you think I'm wrong about what I'm saying when it comes to fights, fight predictions, this podcast, if you want to get a hold of me in general, at G Meeker MMA, both on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to shoot me a message on Snapchat, by all means, I'll do that. At gmeeker underscore MMA as well. Facebook.com slash GabyBaby123. Facebook.com slash GabrielTheKingHernandez as well, ladies and gentlemen. I promise you, we will be back later on this week. GMeeker MMA out, baby. Thanks to Anchor Radio and all the fans and supporters.